It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. This is Beyond the Imprint with host Kate O'Connell. We can change what is outside of us by simply changing ourselves, says writer, artist, and family therapist Kate O'Connell. Beyond the Imprint will provide a new framework for understanding everything we experience from birth to death. So please welcome the host of Beyond the Imprint, Kate O'Connell. Welcome to Beyond the Imprint. I'm your host, Kate O'Connell, coming to you live from Charlottesville, Virginia, on the Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm very excited to be here today speaking with you. We have a couple of really wonderful guests. Um, They are also uh, counselors, uh, seminar leaders. Uh, They take people on a spectacular journey in repairing relationships and in going deeper. And so I've had the pleasure of reading their book. We'll be talking about um, their own personal journey. What I love about uh, what they've done is they have written in duet, in alternating chapters from each of their perspectives, Linda and Charlie Bloom, what was happening as their relationship, which had been very solid for a number of years, Uh, began to change in response to significant stressors that had shown up in their lives. And why this excites me is because uh, we've talked about this in previous shows, that with Beyond the Imprint Therapy, one of the central theses that I discuss is that if you are working with people and facilitating a healing process for them as individual or as couples or as families, You have to be aware that your stuff is always in the room and is always informing how you work and what your capacity to to lead people in a healing experience is being informed by your stuff. And so this became very obvious to our guests as they were navigating some very challenging waters in their own relationship and feeling very much in, in their own description, in their words, in their book as feeling somewhat out of integrity with themselves that they were 
at the same time working at facilitating similar processes for other people. But for me, this is what leads to the authenticity of the work that we actually are able to facilitate, not by denying, in fact, that we are also human and that we are also having these experiences ourselves, but actually being exhaustively and um, transparent in acknowledging um, that this, in fact, is true. This, in my opinion, is uh, really the definition of humility, is the ability to acknowledge um, that we are also um, navigating the same waters that we're um, facilitating for our clients. And what I describe in an analogy in working with my clients is I ask them just to think about us hiking on a trail and that I'm just a couple of feet ahead of them. And I've tripped over the route that we're just about to navigate. And all I do is shine a light on it. And I indicate, you know, be careful, no judgment as to whether you choose to do the same, but just be aware. This is about bringing awareness to our experiences while being in relationship with self, while being in relationship with others. And in doing so, uh, we have the opportunity to heal uh, really significant patterns that come from our imprinting from the moment of conception based on what we've inherited through our respective DNA lineages in the form of memory and then what we've watched modeled for us in our environments throughout childhood growing up, uh, unconsciously taking in at a very deep level what it means to be in relationship with the other, what it looks like, what it sounds like. And this includes all of our defense mechanisms as we dance this dance. And so this is an incredible opportunity for those of us listening right now uh, to become more conscious and more aware as you listen to the interview that we're going to do after the first commercial break with our guests when we bring them on. Become more conscious and aware as you're listening about your own patterns, about what's playing out in your own relationships. And we're going to focus on some key understandings and awarenesses that became evident to Linda and Charlie as they were navigating these waters. And I keep using the term waters because in Charlottesville, we just experienced eight to 12 inches of rain. And my backyard has the Ravana River running through it. And now my backyard is the Ravana River. Again, it reminds us of the power of water, water being a very important element on the planet and in the indigenous cultures, you know, it is about cleansing. And so this is what we're bringing uh, forward today in this uh, in this show is the waters that cleanse us as we're doing this dance and how we learn to let go of our defenses. It is discussed in the book, uh, the power of surrender, the power of letting go, the power of forgiveness, the awareness that crisis is something that we can embrace as a mechanism to change. All of these things were occurring in um, this extended period of stress. And my understanding of relationship and how I describe it, as I've become more aware over the years with the work I've done with spiritual teachers, is to understand that it is a sacred workshop. Um, it's sacred because it provides through the reflection of the other, uh, the material that we are constantly having an opportunity to work with. And when I say material, um, that is synonymous with 
what makes us uncomfortable, uh, what we don't want to look at as it relates to ourselves. Because uh, Linda and Charlie have also brought to our awareness, which is, in my opinion, very important, that when we get into these unconscious patterning and defense mechanisms that play out in response to this material coming forward through the reflection of the other, our response is to project onto the other as a, as a means of protection, as a means to keep us feeling safe. So um, in, a bit, in a large part of this book, in the first part of it, um, we are listening to their own personal narratives as they each take turns in describing very consciously, in hindsight, what they started to understand were their own patterns of defenses in ensuring that they didn't feel what it was difficult to feel within themselves. And this is what I see playing out also in the work that I do with clients and I'm continuing to notice with my own healing process to the extent that I still defend in response to the material that shows up that is very uncomfortable to look at and to accept and to own, to take ownership for, and uh, to recognize that the emphasis and the focus and the only emphasis and focus that is in he- that is helpful in facilitating healing is to be primarily focused on ourselves, to notice what our defenses are unconsciously as a means to get our needs met by the other, how much we be we've learned and been conditioned to depend on the other to do that for us. I describe it as an over-reliance on the other reflecting us back to us in order for us to be reassured that we are in fact lovable and acceptable. And this, in my opinion, is playing out in most relationships out there. Um, And that is what leads to these very painful dances in which we are constantly defending and projecting onto the other uh, what it is that we don't want to feel and acknowledge. And it is coming from the experience of being physical from the moment of conception, in my opinion, in which we inherit all of the memory of our respective DNA lineage, which includes trauma, which includes the dynamic dance of relationship, and then how we are set up for that throughout our life as we continue throughout development. So we are going to take a quick break. Please stay tuned um, as I introduce our guests when we get back and start a very dynamic conversation. So stay tuned. Certified professional coach Pamela Reeves can help you with your relationships. Motivational and image coaching are just some of the ways she can help you enhance all aspects of your life. Her book, Is It Love or Merely a Sick Attachment?, helps readers clearly distinguish healthy, loving relationships from toxic ones. Ms. Reeves has put her words into action through Ray of Hope Kenya, an international initiative that provides outreach to victims of abusive relationships there with the goal of helping them rebuild their lives and the tools to avoid abuse. Ms. Reeves operates various business interests through her umbrella network nella llc and credits her success to her diverse work experience whatever your goals whether striking a balance reinventing your image or simply lifting your lifestyle pamela reeves will help you achieve them your life your call dial 410-902-5715 or email pamela at pam reg one at verizon.net she's also on the web at pamreeves.com and on twitter at pamela underscore reeves 
America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact a symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. Welcome once again to Beyond the Imprint, and I am your host, Kate O'Connell, coming to you live from Charlottesville, Virginia, on the Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We have two very exciting guests with us, Linda and Charlie Bloom. Welcome. So glad to be with you. Thank you very much for inviting us. Yes, this is exciting. We are going to talk about this incredible book that you wrote about, uh, it's very raw, it's very transparent, it's very authentic. Uh, the title is That Which Doesn't Kill Us, How One Couple Became Stronger at the Broken Places. And that right there, the subtitle is the importance of the message of what you get to bring forward, because as you identify, it's way too easy to just throw in the towel and you guys really exhaustively stuck it out and repaired um, what has was broken, what ended up breaking in your relationship. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you, Kate. And, and um, thank you also for that incredible introduction, because I think that in, in your description of the process that we went through, I think you hit all of the salient aspects of it. And um, the book is essentially the story of um, how we went through all that and what the challenges were like for us and how we met them and the times didn't meet them and uh, what we learned in the process. And, yes. Uh, and I agree also with what you said about how this is something that most couples uh, over time are inevitably going to have to face in some form. Yes, because, and I identify that that comes from our conditioning and what's been modeled for us through our conditioning, that at a very deep unconscious level, we take in as a blueprint of how to do relationship, uh, which is often infused with a lot of conflict and drama and the need to defend ourselves in order to know that we are safe and, and that we will survive the stressors that show up. And Charlie, that's a perfect lead in. Um, in terms of what I wanted to first identify, that you guys were living, according to your description, a fairly strong relationship uh, with a strong bond uh, between the two of you and your two children in Connecticut when you had a very strong urge to move beyond the structure of what you had created, which... I experience myself a number of times throughout life and sit with people in which one person of the couple has such a strong urge to move beyond 
the containment of the relationship and seek out something different. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we refer to that dynamic as a mixed marriage. That is um, not necessarily two people of different faiths or different religions or different belief systems or races, but um, when one person uh, is called from within themselves in some way to step outside of the bounds of their ordinary, normal, conditioned reality and are compelled, and that's really the word that I would use to describe that process, that's certainly what I felt, uh, compelled uh, to do something that to their partner and maybe to a lot of other people may seem to be impractical or even irrational. But it's, it's an invitation that is so compelling that it's very difficult, if not impossible, to, to turn it down, to refuse it, even though you know that there's risks involved, but there's something that's so much stronger than the rational mind that, that wants to protect um, the structure that we've co-created together as a couple. Uh, there's something that's that's so powerful that uh, we have to we, we have to just take that plunge, and that's kind of what started our whole process. <clears throat> um, and yes, uh, and in hindsight, what I find fascinating about it, and this is this shows up consistently within my own life as well as the, that of the experiences of my clients, is that you were compelled from how I read your description of having, because you had arrived at a place in which you're physically, you were in pain. You had, after shoveling again through another, you know, winter in Connecticut, you woke up and were essentially paralyzed. You couldn't move without spasming in pain. And these tend to be, in my opinion, the launching pads into another experience that we believe because we launch ourselves into this, even though it is challenging to do so, because we believe that where we're going to end up is going to be a much gentler experience, only in your case to find out not so much. Well, not so much uh, until at, at some point it, it ultimately, eventually did turn out to be the, the best choice and a much more gentle place. But along the way, you know, you've got to read the fine print of the contract. You're going to get there, but there's going to be some serious bumps along the way. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, I never got that contract. I, my father had it. didn't my read father, the fine print. No, I don't even think I got the contract. My father used to have a, a phrase whenever I left the house with a friend, and it certainly applied in my future adult relationships. He would always say, there goes the blind leading the blind. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't reading anything. <laughs> I was just jumping. I was just jumping from the from the frying pan into the fire. And you guys do such an incredible job of articulating this process. I mean, it was painful to read. My like, my heart was hurting, uh, which really told me how um, incredible your uh, your ability is to articulate the experience of what you uh, had not essentially signed up for um, in that would have gotten you to where you were. And we will be getting to 
um, what this ended up doing for both of you as, as it related to a profound healing experience. But, no, you know, not we don't want to gloss over the extent. This was five to seven years of of a dynamic that had never played out in your relationship before. Linda, did you want to talk to, about that at all? It was a wild ride. And <laughs> I was so excited to move to California and to, you know, make new friends. And Charlie's going to have a new job. And we were going to, you know, live near the sea in the warm weather. And I was just encouraging him to take the job but I had no concept of what was going to be required of him and how much he was going to be away from the family and how I was going to be left to be virtually a single parent bringing up the kids by myself perfect so we're gonna reality hit I said well I'm glad we moved to California this is a good thing but the job is really taking too much away from family life and I really think you need to resign from this job and we'll create something different but by the time I you know realized how heavy the impact was on our family life and our marital relationship he was already deeply in love and being possessed um, by job charming. And Perfect. So listen, Linda, let, let's talk about this. I just hear we're going for a break and um, we'll talk about this pickup when we come back. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Stapula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com isn't it time to sell your property today learn the my short sale guru way Welcome back to Beyond the Imprint. Once again, I am your host, Kate O'Connell. Delighted to be talking with our guests today, Linda and Charlie Bloom, professional relationship counselors and seminar leaders. So, Linda, before we went to break, we were talking about your perspective of what was happening during this stressful period. Um, you write on page 39 to 40, 
we are very different in some ways, but the ways we are alike and aligned are powerful. And I kept reading in your descriptions that these were the awarenesses that you were hanging on to that kept you committed despite how challenging things became. Um, and it led to your awareness that love was about forgiveness and letting go. So let's just start first with um, your awareness that you were different and very much aligned in powerful ways. Well, we're different uh, in many ways because I am so extroverted and I'm such a connector and I want to talk and I want to process things through and I figure out what I'm thinking and feeling, do you know, and planning and what I want to do while I'm talking. And Charlie's very introverted, so when he's stressed and challenged, he wants to be quiet and go inside. And so this was on steroids when he was doing all this corporate work because he was with people all day long and it was very intensive and so when he would want to come home he would be tired and worn out and he would also want silence and solitude and so it would chafe because I'd be you know missing him all the time he was away five six days a week and then when he was finally going to come home I'd want to talk and we were just living in different worlds the places where we overlapped and where we were aligned is we were both committed to living a life of service, and we had declared that many, many years before he became a corporate guy. So at the same time that I felt like I was in competition with Job Charming, I also was fascinated <laughs> by the incredible growth that he was prompting as he was facilitating the courses. And without violating any confidentiality, he would never mention anybody's names, but he would tell me about people who had been suffering with his fat and the other thing for sometimes years and the breakthroughs that they were having in the course and how they were maintaining their gains afterward, where they were finding the motivation and the support and so forth. So um, we had places where we overlapped, but we got very polarized during that time. Of yes. Course, we had the kids common and both being devoted to those. And there was a, a part of Charlie, even though he's so independent and such a self-contained system that he would be able to come and align with me with connecting on that one day a week that would be he'd be home from his travels and that was what sustained us to get through the demanding years when he was in the corporation yes and what strikes me as i'm listening to your description is that you're describing an experience that I like to name often in the work that I do, where you were having your experiences that at, at, were very painful at times, but you were also able to observe yourself and him as well having these experiences, almost what I call from the meta level, that allowed you to notice the changes that were actually happening that were positive that you could hold on to as a means of hope for the future. And, you know, I was hopeful and I would, I would waffle because there were moments when I said, I don't really think that I can do this anymore. And then he would come home and we would, you know, connect and then I would feel like 
hopeful again. I think I can get through this. I think I can be patient enough. I think I can get bigger enough. I think I can get strong enough. I think I can endure this. And then, you know, as the days would go by and I would be more tired and my resentment would fill up my mind on fire, I'd say, I think we're pretty sure we're going the way of the divorce statistics. And, you know, (laughs) almost all of the trainers in his department during that five-year period uh, ended up divorced. There was only just a couple of them who didn't go the way of the separation and divorce statistics. So I lived with a lot of fear that we were going to be the next ones that were going to destruct. And, um, you know, we were there long enough that we saw some of the trainers get divorced two times. Oh, wow. To the same person or different people? No, different. They would get married again. And, and the demands of the job were such that the relationship yeah. would wither from separation and they couldn't, they couldn't make right. it. And then my experience, that's not unusual. You can change where you live. You can change who you're dancing with. But until you go within the self and start to look at what you're bringing to the experience and changing that, then these cycles just end up repeating themselves. They're self-fulfilling. That's right. So, so Charlie, um, you... uh, on page 28, have an incredible quote here that I've uh, highlighted. Comfort, comforted as we were by each other, Linda and I were locked in a pattern that provided temporary gratification at the expense of our deeper sense of integrity and self-worth. It wouldn't be until much later that we would begin to understand that love was something other than the indulging of each other's neediness. That would come with time after much pain and struggle. So essentially, this is your description of what Linda had just shared. And we are getting ready again to go to another break. So before I ask you to respond to that, just let that marinate during the break. And when we come back, um, we can find out from your perspective uh, the awarenesses that you had. And we'll start again with the quote when we get back. So stay tuned. We have lots more to talk about. The earliest human societies worshipped a female goddess. Little is known about this time because we did not always have a written recorded history. It was around 3100 BC when the Sumerians invented the first written language and everything that preceded this time is prehistory. The prehistorical record includes all of women's unwritten history from 30,000 BC to the time that men began achieving political power around 3000 BC. Male feminist artist Kimberly Berg maintains a strong position in educating and inspiring both men and women through his devotional art to the goddess in all women. Studying their history is paramount to understanding who women were and who they would become later living in a patriarchal society. To learn more about this important time in our history, go to www.isisrising.net. Do you ever wonder why certain things are happening in your life? How to start a business or a new direction? Need answers? Astrologer Bonnie Perbula can help you reveal your true self and gain strength and focus so you can achieve greater joy and success. Working with a natal birth date, time, and location, Bonnie brings out qualities to aid you in getting the best from your life. She can help you unlock dormant traits to bring you greater awareness. Bonnie also conducts public speaking engagements to educate aspiring astrologers on their journey to the stars. 
A gifted artist, Bonnie bridges her talents and recently launched a line of Astro Bears, uniquely created in colors of individuals' astrology charts. She also makes one-of-a-kind necklaces of crystal beads and woven thread. To learn more about the world of Bonnie Prabula, go to BonnieGPrabula.com. And for astrology consulting, visit AstrologyConsultants.com or call or email her at 808-526-1536 or BonnieGP at AOL.com. Welcome back once again. I am your host, Kate O'Connell. This is Beyond the Imprint, coming to you from Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio, live from Charlottesville. So, Charlie, we were talking about your quote, comforted as we were by each other, Linda and I were locked into a pattern that provided temporary gratification at the expense of our deeper sense of integrity and self-worth. That in itself just lit me up because that in a nutshell describes what I get to sit with often, as I'm sure you guys do, given the fact that this is the work that you also facilitate for others. So your awareness of that as it was happening um, and that you were coming from these unconscious patterns, you want to talk a little bit about from your perspective, that awareness that you had? Yes. There's a, 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 we get a lot of questions um, from people in our work ab about why it is that something that seems like it should be so natural as a relationship, because we are interdependent beings, why is it that it can be so filled with challenges? It can be so difficult. And... Um, and one of the things that, that the book, I think, really speaks to is, is that one of the answers to that question is that we're called upon in relationship to honor two seemingly contradictory commitments and, and to fulfill two seemingly contradictory sets of requirements. And one of them is to honor the needs of the relationship which requires us to make certain sacrifices and uh, in our personal preferences from time to time in order to fulfill <clears throat> the, the requirement to nurture the, the relationship because all relationships are organic. They are like any other living being. They require care and maintenance. Um, and at the same time, we have our own personal needs that are not necessarily always in alignment with the needs of the relationship. And sometimes they're in direct contradiction to it. Um, so Linda's uh, mentioning our different temperaments, how I tend to be more introverted, she's more extroverted. Um, when we're under stress, when we were under stress in the relationship, um, her tendency is to turn to me to connect, to talk, to work things out, because that's the way she processes her experience. <clears throat> and that's the way people who are extroverted do that. Um, my tendency is the opposite. I, I, need to, I need to really have the space to go inside and self-reflect. <clears throat> and um, we're, we were constantly hitting this wall in which we would be amplifying each other's resistance because we'd be pressuring the other person to either let us go 
or connect when our inclination was the opposite. <clears throat> and, and so this is an example of how relationships are going to they're going to illuminate and and bring to the surface any places where you as a couple and you as a person may be failing to meet the needs of that person or the situation or your own yes so and and how to do that without feeling out of integrity with yourself that's always the challenge and, yes. and there are people who tend to be more inclined to neglect themselves in favor of giving the other person what they want or need. And then there are people on the other side of that who do the opposite. And, and so when we deny our own needs in favor of uh, strengthening the connection in the relationship, then we go out of integrity with ourselves. When we do the opposite and um, focus exclusively or primarily on our own desires and needs and neglect the relationship, the relationship itself goes out of integrity. And when the relationship goes out of integrity, there are going to be symptoms. And we experienced a lot of those symptoms. You want to just uh, highlight some of those symptoms for those listening who may yeah, be yeah. experiencing them as well? Yeah. Um, the first thing is that you begin to question the validity of the relationship and what you had taken for granted, what you had felt before. You're not, you start to have doubts, um, which isn't to say that there's anything wrong with or unhealthy about having doubts, but the doubts begin to accumulate and, and they can override the positive aspect of the relationship. You begin to find yourself being more critical and nitpicky and judgmental about your partner. Things that you had been able to accept and overlook become major irritants and uh, problematic. You fight more. You, uh, you, you are unable to resolve the differences effectively. You find yourself getting frustrated and then just leaving a lot of incompletions in the relationship that need to be addressed, but there's a reluctance to begin to confront them. And then one of the more dangerous aspects of it is that you find yourself um, having fantasies and becoming attracted to other potential partners. And then if you don't address these issues, then you're setting yourself up to to do something like get involved with another person or say something or do something in the relationship that is, is very difficult to repair, um, that could really jeopardize the relationship. And, and, and unfortunately, most people, when they begin to experience some of these symptoms, and are, if they're not successful in confronting them and dealing with them, they don't get the help that they need in order to be able to repair and this damage and reconnect in a healthy way. And uh, that's really something that we try to stress with people, that you should always do the best you can do to work with the difficulties that are going to come up from time to time in relationship. If you don't, if you, if, if you don't succeed in that and 
and you're really trying, um, then you really need to get some help. Because if you don't, the longer it takes for you to get that, the more uh, entrenched the problem is going to be. Excellent. Yeah, no, that is really helpful in increasing our awareness and understanding about this sacred dance that we are all engaged in at some point in our life called relationship. And you're talking about how to get to the place of conscious relationship. So when we come back from our commercial break, uh, Linda, we're going to talk about your identification of crisis being underrated and crisis as initiation. So please stay tuned because we have lots more amazing things to learn from these two relationship counselors. Are you stressed? Is your stress driving you crazy? Do you know there are many ways to relieve the stress? The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic does just that. Reduce your stress plus so much more. Established in 1997, the Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic offers an approach to wellness for those individuals who choose to either utilize appropriate complementary methods to enhance their current medical care or to those individuals who are on their personal journey toward improved health and wellness through the use of therapeutic bodywork, Reiki energy healing, or hypnosis. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic is owned by Dr. Judy Dean, a registered nurse and board-certified massage therapist and medical hypnotherapist in LaPorte, Indiana. Visit www.spiritwithinmassage-hypnosis.com to see all services offered by Dr. Judy. For a free personal consultation, please call Dr. Judy Dean at 219-326-1380. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic, 219-326-1380. Abuse happens every moment of every day. According to national statistics in the United States, every two minutes, someone is sexually assaulted. And every 10 minutes, a report of child abuse is made. Those currently struggling with abuse, or if you know someone who has been the victim of abuse, you are not alone. Whether physical, mental, emotional, or sexual, know there is hope, there is help, there is healing. Author Tammy Hall has written a book from her own account of abuse called Journey of Courage that can guide you through your own personal journey of healing. Stop struggling through life. It's your story. It's your healing. And it can begin with the first turn of the page. Visit www.journeyofcourage.com to begin your path to becoming the person you were ultimately created to be. Healed. Hopeful. Happy. Welcome back. Once again, I am your host, Kate O'Connell. This is Beyond the Imprint. We are coming to you live from Charlottesville, Virginia, on the Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Uh, we are speaking to Charlie and Linda Bloom, relationship counselors who have taken us through their own incredible journey uh, of a very uh, long relationship, having raised two children into adulthood. And they, they write about and we're speaking about what happened when that all started to fall apart for them and how they were able to put it back together. So, Linda, um, in your identification uh, that crises is underrated and the understanding that it can act as an initiation, did you want to explore that with uh, our listeners as to how that was applied to your healing process? Absolutely. You know, I can't stand waste. It really bothers me to, to waste things. And so I feel like when you have a crisis, if you have to get dragged into the muck, 
of a crisis that you ought to at least try to see whether you can't make some kind of a meaning, some learning, some growth opportunity out of it. And so this was a much larger crisis than I had any idea I was going to be entering into. But when Charlie got the call of the wanderer, I, I kind of had it too. But it was a much more arduous journey than I had any idea. And when I was, you know, with my mind on fire, angry and resentful that he wasn't here after he'd had these kids with me and we took these sacred vows that we were going to raise them together and mutually support each other's careers, and that went up in smoke, I just really had to be with myself and try as best I could on a good day to see if there's something that I could learn here, if there's something I could make of this. And I was able, with a tremendous amount of effort, to see that it was a big opportunity to be more self-reliant, to be more self-referential. We didn't even get to talk on the phone very much when he was away for work. So I was forced to have to make a lot of decisions that we used to talk about and, you know, we would collaborate and co-create and we would make all our decisions together for the first 12 years that we were together. And this forced me to find a level of strength in myself that I didn't even know was there. There were other things that I had to learn, rapid learning curve to, to learn how to negotiate for my needs and to speak without so much blame and judgment. And, you know, we a lot of us come from families where we don't have good conflict management skills, and I certainly didn't have ones that were good enough to meet the challenge of, you know, how serious uh, this one was. And I had to learn how to make a big space for the irreconcilable difference because there was no way I was budging about how I valued the comfort and security and harmony of family life. And there wasn't any way Charlie was going to budge about giving up his job charming that he was so in love with. <laughs> so I had to learn to do what I um, – the phrase I learned from Marion Woodman is hold the tension of the opposites. It forced me wow. to mature and bigger to hold both of those polarities, not to give myself up. This is true for me, but not to say it, you know, in an accusatory way, make him bad and wrong for being where he was. There was another incredible opportunity which in initiated me into the higher realms is to get my attention off of him and what he was doing and not doing and saying and not saying and all the things that I thought he was failing me with and get my attention off of him and on myself. And that was a much more refined way of stepping up to a higher level of responsibility than I had been called upon um, to live with before. And of course, the non-attachment and the letting go and the forgiveness were not strengths of mine. And yes, this situation I was going to ask you to segue into that because this what you're describing is moving beyond the defense mechanisms that we're all operating from by projecting all the blame on the other into learning uh, that conscious relationship is, uh, it, and what love really is, is forgiveness and letting go. You want to talk a little bit about the letting go part? Well, I come from the champion black belt 
grudge holders in my lineage. <laughs> Which is not letting go. <laughs> oh, they're not good at letting go, man. They're good at holding on. You know, I was strong in commitment, and I think that's a beautiful quality, and I'm glad I had it because it re- I called forth, you know, that trait in me to get it even bigger than it was. Um, but there's the other side that letting go is essential because you can really make yourself sick. You know, you can make yourself soul sick if you steam yourself up and you go over the grievances about the way you've been betrayed, the way you've been victimized, the way you've been let down, you know, the disloyalty, and you can really uh, brainwash yourself into thinking that you're a helpless victim, that you're powerless to do anything about it, and you can talk yourself right out of a relationship that has enormous potential. And we came very close to doing that. I mean, it was all but called the divorce lawyer. And I had to work with my mind, and I will always be grateful to the lessons that I got from both Stephen Levine and his wife Andrea and from Jack Cornfield because they taught me to observe the craziness in my mind and not really believe everything I think and practice mindfulness. And I realized that even in the moments that I was hating Charlie's guts, that I also loved him and I also admired and respected him. And that was just a thought away and that I had some choice about where I chose to put my attention and I could look at his beauty and I could look at the things that attracted me to him in the beginning and why I had the kids with him. And that would sustain me, And that was a big piece of work for me to let go of that negativity and the pessimism and the fear and doubt that I had to concentrate on that which was still beautiful in our relationship, even though we were in crisis. Yes. And what you're describing uh, under the umbrella of conscious relationship, again, to the meta level of being aware of how much you love Charlie while hating his gut. And this was such a profound uh, reference that you made earlier in your description by Marion Woodman, holding the tension of the opposites, the polarities. Um, it, it's a, it's a very profound, it's, it's the, it's the paradox. And I'm always talking with clients and reminding myself that when you're in the paradox, that's the sweet spot. That's where profound healing and changes at the cellular level can happen. So believe it or not, we are uh, getting ready to take our last commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to find out from you how our listeners can connect with you, find your work, and actually possibly do some of your relationship workshops. So please stay tuned and we will be back shortly. Horses, mystical, present, past, and future, all in one. Wild, free, domestic, and healing for everyone. Betty Hames knows this and has put her horses to good use with Nature Connect Equine Coaching. Her mission is to help people affected by the loss of hope and trust in their lives and to rediscover the wonders of nature through nature-connected learning so they can rebuild their lives and live peacefully with newfound hope, trust, and joy. Betty Hames is also a certified elite life coach, a Washington State certified counselor, and chemical dependency professional. 
She is passionate about partnering nature with healing, and through horses, she sees amazing results and transformation in lives that might have otherwise been lost. Call 509-830-9225 and visit her at HamesLifeCoaching.com. Hold your horses. You're in for the ride of your life. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back to Beyond the Imprint. Once again, I am your host, Kate O'Connell, and we are coming to you live from Charlottesville, Virginia, on the Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And once again, we are nearing the end of our show. Um, Whenever we have very conscious, articulate guests and incredible material that they've brought forward to help us all in our own awakening process, the time does fly by. It is true when you're having a good time, we do fly. So on that note, we have a few more minutes left. Charlie and Linda, did you want to let everybody know how to get a hold of your book, how they can contact you, and if, in fact, you are available on the East and or West Coast to do relationship workshops, how would people find out about that? As long as they can remember either one of our names or Bloomwork, they can go to the website <laughs> and it's all there. B-L-O-O-M-W-O-R-K dot com. And there's all kinds of free stuff on our website. If they go there, they can sign up for our email list and then they'll get a newsletter once a month and they can uh, see where our schedule is going to be they'll see the link to Facebook live because we do a Facebook live every Thursday at 1230 and they're all archived if they can't see us when we're doing it live they're all there a lot of different topics about relationship and we blog on a number of sites and there are links to the sites where we blog we do come to the East Coast Every January, we teach in the Berkshire Mountains in Massachusetts at Kripalu. If people want to come out to sunny California, they can see us at the brand-new Personal Growth Center in Scotts Valley, California, which is mid-coast California, and it's 1440 Multiversity. And we teach on Valentine's weekend at Esalen Institute right on the banks of the Pacific Ocean. In addition to that, we do phone counseling and Skype, and we love it when people contact us to see uh, more information about our workshops. The phone number and how to be in touch with us by email is on the website. Beautiful. Charlie, in um, the little bit of time we have left while we were on commercial break, you had shared uh, a quote from Stephen Levine talking about the fast track to enlightenment. Did you want to share that with our listeners? 
Well, yeah. Um, there's nothing like um, a committed partnership. Um, any relationship will help, but a committed partnership really turns up the heat. Uh, nothing like that to, if you really are serious about doing the work of becoming more conscious and really becoming more aware of and accepting of all of who you are, including your shadow side. Uh, there's nothing like a, a partnership to bring it all <laughs> under the microscope, <laughs> whether you want to God, it's coming up. And, you know, you, you can't really change what you're not aware of. You can't, you can't really come to terms with or heal that which you are not aware is there. And so that's one of the powerful aspects of committed partnerships is you're going to have access to things that in your um, normal, ordinary life, you're not going to be able to see. And you're not going to like everything you see. I can guarantee you that. But part of the process has to do with not changing what you see, but really accepting it and becoming more self-loving. Perfect. What a beautiful description. So just to summarize, we have been speaking with psychotherapists and relationship counselors, Linda Bloom, licensed clinical social worker, and husband, Charlie Bloom, master's in social work. And their book, That Which Doesn't Kill Us, How One Couple Becomes Stronger at the Broken Places. We really, really appreciate having you on today to share these incredibly deep and conscious insights and awarenesses. And uh, listeners out there, please look up uh, bloomwork.com if you have any interest in pursuing um, what they've brought forward in a very conscious and profound way. So thank you so much for being my guest. And to my listeners, I am uh, incredibly grateful for the privilege of your time. And we will be back next Thursday at noon. So take care and be well in the meantime. This has been Beyond the Imprint with your host, Kate O'Connell. Begin your journey towards greater health, harmony, well-being, and satisfaction each week here on Kate O'Connell's Beyond the Imprint. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.